0: Hey, this is Chris Warfolk and you're listening to the Warfolk Anxiety Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I hope you're doing well. If so, great. If not, then hopefully this lesson will provide you with a bit of extra motivation, because Today we are talking about how to make yourself get out and exercise. And the kind of inspiration for this is quite an unusual thing happened to me a couple of weeks ago in that I actually managed to take some of my own advice. <laughs> and that's that's a lot rarer than I, I wish it was, but uh, it happened and let let me tell you the story so i go and do the park run every saturday morning which is a free five kilometer run that takes place at most parks increasingly around the world mostly in the uk but it's international now as well and i'd stayed up quite late the night before My baby daughter had had me up twice during the night and so my alarm went off and I looked out the window, it was miserable, wet, raining and I thought, I so amazingly do not want to go for this run today. And what I did was to go through the steps that I outlined in my book Technical Anxiety and in the end result I, I managed to get out and go for the run. And the weird thing is that I was always kind of surprised that this kind of intervention works. It's very easy to forget because anxiety is a memory disorder that the techniques that we learn in things like CBT actually do work when we manage to apply them. Now that that's never easy and, and most of the time I, I probably don't manage to do that but the I guess this was one of the moments where I thought, "Oh, this is—if uh, we can really apply this stuff, then it really works." So, the, the process I went through, and and I'm hoping that you'll be able to apply this too, is I went through a series of steps that is the kind of stuff that we would be sort in a CBT approach, and it. If you go through this it genuinely does make it easier to change your thinking and change your behaviour. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down what happened and then we're going to look at how we can apply that to your life. So the the first thing I did was using the power of routine, right? Because Saturdays is the day I get up on a morning and I go do the park run and that's very different to say just having a goal of exercising every week because the problem is if you just say well I'll go out and exercise at some point during this week then every morning you wake up and you think is today the day that I go and exercise and if you're anything like me it'll turn out that the answer is always no because you can always do it tomorrow. Whereas the advantage of having something where you say, right, this is, this is my exercise day, this is when I am going out to exercise, is that it then changes the conversation because when I woke up, that morning it wasn't a should i go out and exercise today it was a today is the day that i exercise i should be going out is there any reason i shouldn't be or not not even to have that question just wake up and being like right today is the day i exercise and having that mindset and changing that question really is is quite powerful in changing the nature of the conversation that we have with ourselves about whether we're going to go out today And that makes it a lot easier to motivate yourself to get out now of course on this particular morning i really didn't want to go out even though i knew it was it was a saturday and so the next thing i did which is i think one of the most powerful things we can do against anxiety is to identify that it what i was suffering from was not a genuine representation of the world that once i got out there i was going to feel awful it was just low mood because actually and i, I talk about this in the exercise section of the book is that the, the time you feel worst when trying to get out and go exercise is the time before you've left and you actually, we think it's the other way around, right? We think we feel great before exercising, and then we're going to go out and exercise, and it's going to be really hard, and we're going to feel awful, and then we're going to come back, and we'll be tired, and everything will be unpleasant. But actually, the experience is totally the other way around. So we feel awful before we go probably because we're dreading the the work it'll be but actually once we get out there it's not as bad and once we get back and we've done our exercising then we actually feel great so it's important to remember that you know anxiety is is a memory disorder in many ways because our memories will lie to us they'll trick us and when we think well what was it like last time our memory won't immediately surface the fact that we felt rubbish before we went and when we came back and when we did the exercise we felt great it won't mention any of that it'll just think yeah you feel awful it's because it's going to be awful and so identifying this as anxiety or low mood and saying no I, I know what this is and I'm going to remind myself that I'm feeling low right now and once I get out there I will feel better means that you know we can identify that and into that's kind of the cognitive intervention where we say okay this just isn't a real representation of the world so i'm going to go even though i don't want to because i know once i get out there i will actually feel better because that's been my experience in the past even if i don't feel that way the next thing i did was to use the as if principle and this is the idea that we're going to act in a way consistent with the way that we want to so for example i said to myself well i'll just put my running gear on and then i'll make an assessment and then i'll look if the rain is stopping or if i feel a bit better and then i I'll, I'll want to go for the run and if not Then I'll just take my running gear off and I'll go back to bed. And that's a lot easier to do because if you're being nice and being kind to yourself, then you break down a lot of the resistance to doing that because you're just putting your running gear on, right? That's not a big commitment. Because what you find is that if you put your running gear on, you are then acting like someone who is going for a run. And once you start acting like someone who's going for a run, a lot of the emotional resistance to actually going for the run will break down. So once you've got your running gear on, you'll probably find that actually the motivation to get out there to go out the door will be much greater than when you're just lying in bed. So w- when you're in bed and you're seeing the rain outside and you're thinking, oh, I just really don't want to go, you actually don't have to convince yourself to go for the run. All you have to do is convince yourself to get ready. And then it's kind of like taking it one step at a time. We model model the behavior of someone who is without actually committing to it cognitively. And once we've done that, we'll find that the emotional resistance to doing the next step breaks down. It's kind of like exposure when we break it down into steps, right? We don't need to find the motivation to do the end goal. All we need to do is find the motivation to do the next step and then at each step we can keep pushing ourselves a little further, but it's always a little step. So now we've got we've got the power of routine, we've got the cognitive intervention and we've got the behavioral steps to back it up and what happened well in my case i managed to get out and do the run and in fact the park run was delayed so i ended up with an extra hour where i did actually a longer run than normal because i was i was on a high having having managed to go from not wanting to go at all to getting out there to remembering that i feel great when i got out there They actually felt really good. And one of the great things about the times when it does work is that it gives you a lot more motivation because not only have you managed to get out and exercise, and of course that makes you feel good, but it's also a victory in a way that you've actually managed to apply these really useful CBT style techniques to actually make a difference then. Yeah. Next time I'm having an anxiety attack, it's going to give me more confidence that this stuff actually works as long as I follow the process. So, is is this going to work a hundred percent of the time? Well, definitely not. But. Following the steps might take us from, say, a 20% chance of actually being able to get ourselves out of bed and go out and exercise to maybe a 50% chance. And I'm, I'm just making those percentages up. I don't know what, what the reality of it, but it certainly makes it a lot easier. So how can you apply this to your life? Well, let's just recap the steps of what we did there. So number one is the power of routine. If you want to be able to get out and exercise, then the question is when are you going to do that? When? What time are you going to put aside and schedule in the exercise so that you don't get there and think, shall I, shan't I go out and exercise today? You will have an exercise time slot and when you get to that time slot, you'll be like, right, this is when I get out and exercise. So there's no debate to be had here. It's time to do it. The second step is the cognitive intervention. So this is the point where you feel that emotional resistance to actually going out and exercising. And at this point, we want to remind ourselves that what's happening here is that our memory is essentially lying to us. The way we feel is that we think we're okay now and that we'll feel awful when we go out for a run or go out and do whatever exercise you want to do but actually it's the exact opposite we are feeling low mood now and our memory has conveniently forgotten to remind us that we will feel great when we get out there but we will and so we need to remind ourselves of that and thirdly there is the behavioral step and this is where we just take it in little steps So we don't commit to anything, we don't commit to a massive exercise session, we just put our exercising gear on, we just say, oh we'll just go out and do 15 minutes, we don't have to commit to a massive session, because each time that we do that, we find it easier to reach the next step, so as long as we can do just the next little step, then we'll find that emotional resistance breaks down and we're able to do the next step and this certainly takes practice it's like any skill any behavioral technique it just takes practice over and over again but the more we practice it the more effective it will become the more confidence that will give us in applying the same techniques to things like panic and anxiety attacks and the better we will feel